Live from parts unknown, you're listening to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. The only wrestling podcast on the planet, we think. Sit back, relax, prepare for positivity to run through your veins as Simon Miller gives you your weekly dose of powerful pro wrestling audio. It is Miller Time. Hello and welcome to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Show on a Thursday. It's hot over here. I know lots of people around the world listening to this, so I hope wherever you are, it's nice and warm as well. Although saying that, it's too hot. And then when I have to record videos and I swear, and then people say, Millie, you're a sweaty asshole, like I know. And we just go round and round the houses. But let's not worry about that. Let's look forward to the weekend because somehow... We're on the cusp of another pay-per-view. It's different when it comes to AEW, because obviously they only do four pay-per-views a year, and sometimes I kind of feel sorry for them, as weird as it sounds, but WWE does so many. Like The idea of only doing four pay-per-views a year is it meant to be excited about it, and I am excited about it, but I don't know. It's just... Uh that's just the way it is. It just feels like there's pay-per-view after pay-per-view after pay-per-view. However, I do think it's very good on paper. And to uh, have this conversation today, to talk about all that and everything going around it and predict the damn thing, I do what I always do later in the week. You can get involved as well. I'm only able to do my podcast and everything that's going down on my own uh, YouTube channel, just such as Simon Miller, thanks to patreon.com forward slash Simon Miller 316. I essentially treat it like a shop. I know I say this all the time, but I don't talk about it. Nobody will do it. And one of the things you can do is actually come on the podcast and talk about whatever the hell you want. And that's what my man has done today. He's coming back for quite a few times now, which I like. I think that's really badass. It's my man, Nick. Nick, how we doing? It's the end of the world as we know it. But I feel fine because I'm talking to my man, Simon Miller. How you doing, buddy? Well, I appreciate that, man. I'm good. It's good to hear your positive waves again. Although saying that, we do start on a Debbie Downer because you mentioned to me before before we began, you were meant to be going to Double or Nothing this weekend. This is meant to be your weekend, my friend. I know, but, you know, the world happened and, you know, nothing you can do about that. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, it's true, but it still sucks, though. I think like you're 100 percent right. That's the way to that's the way to approach it. But I don't know about you, like all the things that got taken out of my life. I was fine at first because I'm like, ah, everyone's going through it. But then when you actually got to sort of the the day of when it was meant to go down, it's been like, eh, it's crap. But um, how do you feel about the show, man? Are you excited? Are you not excited? Because I have caused the right fuss <laughs> over these last couple of weeks. I didn't say it was bad. I didn't say that it sucked. I don't think that at all. And I love John Moxley and I love Brody Lee. My whole point was there's just something not clicking for me as an individual and as a human being. Um, but dude, what do you think? What's your what's your opinion on it? We'll start right there. Main event. You know, I like Brody Lee as the leader of the Dark Order. I think John Moxley is one of the most believable characters in all of pro wrestling. I think he's fantastic. But the feud for me, yeah, just something. I, I, it's just not, I don't know. I'm just not as excited as I would have hoped I would have been. Um. Yeah. Totally understandable. Uh, well, first of all, you know, obviously I was supposed to be going to Double or Nothing with a couple of buddies. And so every time they announce a match for Double or Nothing, I, I'm, at first I'm like, cool. But then I'm like, oh, man, I can't see that live. <laughs> you know, but yeah. uh, but the card looks really good um, in in regards to, you know, Moxley versus Brody Lee. Um, I'm sure they'll they'll find a way to knock it out of the park, you know, because yeah, these guys, these guys were, you know, some people would say, you know, imprisoned in WWE and they weren't allowed to be, you know, uh, as creative as they wanted to be. And, and also a bunch of people complain about, Oh, these are just 
like, why are these former WWE guys, you know, main eventing uh, uh, all elite wrestling or whatnot? It's like, well, the, the sad truth is these guys, they're bigger stars than all of the, you know, all of the, the beloved AEW stars. You know what I'm saying? That They're not on that big of a mainstream level yet. They will be, just now's not their time. So, you know, that's why we had Chris Jericho as the inaugural AEW champion. And now it's been passed on to John Moxley. And now here we are, uh, Moxley versus uh, Brody Lee. But again, I'm sure they will, they will find a way to, you know, make it entertaining because I, uh, I really enjoyed Moxley uh, at Jericho when they fought. So yeah, I'm, I'm staying optimistic. Uh, I'm sure, well, I'm, actually quite positive moxley will retain um but and i'm sure it won't hurt uh uh brody lee's image as the exalted one you know he, he literally just debuted he's got plenty of time you know just yeah that's my thoughts no i think i think you're right i hadn't even i guess i just don't i just don't look at wrestling like this i hadn't even clocked that of course it's two wwe guys in the main event because i don't think it matters because, you know, in the, in the semi-main event, you've got Lance Archer. You've got the um, Stadium Stampede. It's got loads of different guys in it. I just think that's the match they wanted to do. I do think it will be fun. It's certainly not my criticism. I just I just can't see an outcome where uh, Brody Lee wins. So I have to presume that there is something to this. What that is, I don't know. I guess my worry is it's just going to be a one-and-done. John Moxie beats Brody Lee, and then we go on to whatever's next. And I'll find that a little bit disappointing. Because uh, I think Brody Lee is doing a, a decent job. But again, I'm completely speculating here. There's nothing to even uh, suggest that I'm that I'm correct. And honestly, you know, John Moxley, it's like the old Drew McIntyre thing in WWE. Sometimes you have to sacrifice for the greater good. And Brody Lee is a threat. He's a big dude. And to see John Moxley beat him is a great way to suggest, oh, wow, this is a champion that is uh, is strong, is cool, is powerful. And we don't get a lot of that in professional wrestling anymore. We're not in Western professional wrestling. So the fact that we're finally getting back to it, I think, is exciting. I think it's just that. I think it just feels very, very quick. You know, Brody Lee came in. We, we shift across straight to the feud. I don't necessarily think he had a chance to rebuild the Dark Order in his own image. But none of this is an issue because, again, they may have something amazing in their back pocket. And then come Monday, I'm like, oh, what do I know? Idiot. <laughs> I know, right? No, you're not, yeah. you're not an idiot. But <laughs> um, oh, I am. It's fine. It's fine. But, but yeah, like, uh, like I said, we'll, we'll have to see what happens. I, I do admit, Bro, you know, Brody Lee was really like, like pew, just went straight to the uh, title picture. Uh, but like I said, we'll we'll just see what happens and move on from there. Yeah, no, no, totally. Who are you going with? Then you're going with Moxley. I'm gonna I'm gonna assume. Yeah, Moxley. Yeah, I agree. Uh, we'll move on to um, Cody Rhodes versus Lance Archer. See, this is to me is the complete opposite of what we just talked about. I love this. I think there are so many different ways you can go. I think they've told a great story. I have no idea why Mike Tyson is involved. That is just such a... Sh I get it. Like, it, you know, people like to... I mean, say whatever you want about Mike Tyson. I'm not here to talk about his his past. I'm here to talk about the reason he's been brought into AEW. It's the same reason that WWE did it. He's a superstar. Like, who, my mum knows who Mike Tyson is, even in 2020. And given that he has um, got some buzz at the moment, because it looks like he's going to make a comeback in boxing and do some exhibition fights, it just makes sense. And, you know, AEW needs to make as much noise as possible. So I don't have a problem with that at all. 
And I, I just love the fact that, you know, if you want to have this idea that Cody can never get it done, absolutely brilliant. If you want Lance Archer to kind of smash through everyone like he has been doing, brilliant. I thought all the stuff between Arn Anderson and Jake Roberts was good. But again, I understand that new fans probably wouldn't have liked it as much as me because a large part of my love was the, was the nostalgia of it all. But yet, you know, if somebody put a gun to my head right now and said, you know, who do you 100% think's going to win? I'm not sure I'd have an answer. And I just think the whole tournament's been great. I think this is exactly the right thing to do. I see a little bit of hate online sometimes with Cody Rhodes and it just goes way over my head. I enjoy his stuff. I enjoy his stuff so much. Yeah, when he crashed into that metal railing on Dynamite a couple of weeks ago. No, I was a bit like, well, that was weird. But whatever, it's irrelevant. It was a five minute thing. Uh, dude, what do you think about it all? Uh, yeah, I would say this match has probably had the the best build out of any match on the card. And, you know, it all kicked off with this grand tournament. Um, and I could tell pretty much from the start that the that the finals were going to be Cody versus Lance because, you know, you, you got to have Lance Archer just plowing through everybody. Everybody dies. Um, and then obviously Cody will, you know, make them make it to the finals his way. So. I mean, really, this has been building since, you know, Jake Roberts uh, made his big return. Well, made his big debut on uh, Dynamite talking to Cody about how, you know, his, his day is coming. I mean, just going from that moment to where we are now. Holy cow. I mean, you couldn't ask for a better build. And I, I've said it in previous uh, podcasts, I'm sure. Uh, Cody Rhodes is definitely in my top five favorite uh, AEW stars. I, I know he's one of the executive vice presidents, but that doesn't, that, that has nothing to do with this. Cody is just one of the best storytellers right now. I feel I, I said it last year. Uh, him and Dustin was my favorite AEW match last year. Um, in fact, a lot of Cody's matches from last year were some were among my favorites. So, Cody just knows how to tell a story and this build has been quite incredible. And, and plus what better way to, you know, kind of cap this all off on, on the go home episode last night where we had two legends of the business, Jacob St. Roberts and Arn Anderson, just cutting killer promos on each other. I mean, I, I was invested the entire time, you know, that you had two legends building these, these younger guys, literally ready to rip each other to shreds you know it, there, there's going to be blood i hope there's lots of blood <laughs> but, <laughs> but but yeah they've made this new title regardless of what you think of the name tnt championship uh, and of course we still don't know what the belt looks like i don't think images have surfaced online or anything but um but yeah they've made this their mid-card belt feel so important you know i mean look at where the IC title is right now in WWE. It's like, it's practically in the bin, you know? And then, <laughs> and the United States title is just floating about. So the, you know, they haven't, AEW haven't even introduced their mid card title yet. And they've made it feel like it's basically a, another world championship, you know? So I, I'm hoping like, I don't know. I, I want to say for me, this will be match of the night just because that's, you know, that's just kind of my style of wrestling. But uh, some people might disagree. But yeah, I got to say uh, Cody versus Lance. This is the match I'm probably looking forward to the most. 
Mm, yeah, no, I, I think I'm with you on that. Uh, probably the stampede as well, but just because I think it's going to be nuts, and I like a bit of nuts in my wrestling. And I know I agree with you. I I kind of agree with everything that you um that 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 you said there. It's just I have some people seem to be upset that the TNT title could be on the same level as the world title. I'm like, no, that's what you want. You know, my favorite thing about New Japan is that sometimes they'll headline shows with the IC Championship, mm-hmm. and I buy it. I'm like, yeah, that's cool, that's fine. I want all belts to be like that. You know, it does. Obviously, the hierarchy will always say the world championship is better. We just know that it's ingrained into our brains. But having a secondary title that people really give two hoots about, there is nothing wrong with that. And I would, I would always, always want every company again. Like you said, it's why sometimes the IC and US championships are so upsetting. I want them to get back to, I want them to get back to to that level. Um, and I think Lance Archer wins. I it just, it's a, it, you mentioned how the story was somewhat. Obvious is the wrong word, but you could telegraph it. And I don't mind wrestling doing that. You know, if it makes sense, just do it. And I can feel, oh, I, I got it right. And these were absolutely the two guys to do it. I think Jake Roberts and Arn Anderson bring a lot to it. I hope it doesn't overshadow it to any great extent. But I do like the fact that they're there. What does Mike Tyson do, man? Because, again, the thing they said on Dynamite, which surprised me, was he has free reign. As if he can just get in the ring and punch somebody right in the face. And then what is it? I is he going to wrestle? I don't know, man. What do, you, what do you want him to do? As a fan who obviously, like you said, you think this is going to be in the match in the night, what does Mike Tyson do to not take away from that? Well, if there's anybody I'd want Mike Tyson to knock out, it's obviously MJF. But he's not going to be involved in, in this, I, I don't think anyway. But uh, yeah, the, you mentioned the free range thing. That That is quite intriguing. Um but, but really, like, everything about this match is so intriguing, and that's why I'm looking forward to it so much, because as far as, like, who's going to win, it could go one of two ways. You know, uh, you know, Cody could be the triumphant babyface and, you know, uh, win his first title, but then you'll get people complaining, oh, he, he booked it to give himself a belt because he wanted to seem like he, uh, you know, wasn't, overbooking himself by automatically winning the the championship the world title the first chance he got but then i mean it, it wouldn't hurt lance archer if too much if he lost but at the same time i feel like it'd probably be a little bit better if lance won because it'll it, it'll justify everything you know, Jake Roberts has been building him up to like he, he is the murder hawk. Everyone dies. You know, he, he's the guy who's going to run through AEW and he's going to destroy the man on top, which is Cody. And. And yeah, this he's he's going to bring uh, he's going to be a big threat with that title around his waist. And it's and there's just a lot more story there for people to chase the belt, you know, rather than, you know, Cody just finally saying, Hey, yeah, I want a title. Um, so, so yeah, the, the outcome alone is intriguing. As far as Tyson goes, man, it's unpredictable. I, I really don't know. I know we all are saying he's going to knock somebody out and I'm, I'm sure he is. He's Mike Tyson and he, and he's making, uh, he's making a comeback. You know, it, at his age, it's it's, it's incredible. Um, I genuinely don't have an answer for you. I I, do, <laughs> I don't know who he's going to knock out. He's going to knock out somebody. I just don't know. I would be astonished if 
he knocks out Cody and costs him the title. I'm 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 throwing it out there right now that that would well, probably be my first guess. <laughs> he he is going to pull the biggest you know swerve and knock out Cody, so Archer wins. So maybe th- that's dude. I mean that's my ultimate fantasy booking right there. As a good a guess as any. You know, I, I don't see it going the other way and him knocking out, or maybe he does knock out Lancer. But the thing is, him knocking out for Cody to win is just a bit meh, isn't it? It's not as good as doing it the other way around. I think Lance Archer will win, though. How it's going to go down, I don't know. But I'm intrigued, and that's all I ever need from wrestling is you have, you have hooked me in, and I have no idea uh, what's going to happen, which is the same with the Stampede match. Not necessarily from a winner or loser point of view. I just think it's going to be so. I think it's going to be the dumbest thing we've seen in a long time. And dumb to me is the biggest compliment I can play. I can pay anything. I think Chris Jericho has embraced this art of being dumb, and I, I just I just can't wait to see what they're going to do. I think it's going to be over the top. I think it's going to be ridiculous, and I don't even think it matters who wins. I really, really don't. When you've got this many people in a match and you've basically basically given them carte blanche to do whatever they want on a football field. Again, I'm not going to look at it and go, oh, they buried this guy, they buried that guy. I'm just going to go, well, that was a lot of fun. There's two thumbs up from me. Yeah, the this uh, Stampede match, it, it um, it's it in a way, it's kind of like the opposite of what we were just talking about, you know, because because Cody and Archer is going to be like a nice old school bloodbath. This one is just going to be pure video game chaos. I I'm. Sure, that's what it's going to be because you got, you know, the you got some of the greatest indie darlings in there with Omega, the Bucks, and Paige, and and yeah, and of course with Matt Hardy in there, they can get so creative with Broken Universe stuff, and you know, we obviously had the uh, the most unique Money in the Bank match ever, and and a lot of people gave that a, a lot of criticism. Uh, I mean, I enjoyed it. You know, the, I I could definitely point out some some bits and pieces that I didn't like, but I I still had fun overall watching it. Um, but but back back to this match. So yeah, the, the, they said they're going to set up uh, a ring at like the fifty yard line, and then they basically have just the entire stadium, and then of course you know Daly's place uh, connected right to it to do whatever they want and. <laughs> uh, we got a sample of that from the the street fight they had. Was that last week or was it the like two weeks ago? When was that? Uh, yeah, that was two weeks ago because last week it was the basic tag match. Yeah, it was two weeks ago. Uh, okay, yeah. So they gave us a sample of what we can expect in in that street fight. So yeah, I guess I'm with you. I I expect nothing but pure video game chaos. Uh, as far as who will win, man. I, I think I'd have to pick the inner circle because I, I'm basing this off of the fact that, you know, obviously they, they really want to do the blood and guts match, but they obviously want to wait till they get fans back in arenas for that. And when the blood and guts match does happen, I've, uh, I'm pretty sure the elite is going to win that one. So I think just for now, with this stampede match, I think the the inner circle are going to win, so that when hopefully everything returns to normal and we can get fans in arenas again, then we can have the big blow off with blood and guts, and the elite will win. So there mm. you go. 
Yeah, no, I, I, I would go for Inner Circle as well. I just think it makes more sense too, because if the Elite win, you're not just going to end this feud here. And if the Elite win, you kind of have to. And I just think the key is what kind of feuds do we have spinning out off of this? I genuinely wouldn't mind something like, you know, Chris Jericho gets the pin over Nick Jackson. Because those two have got to have it out at some point because he obviously crushed his face with a gate or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> that yep. big, uh... So, you know, that works. That's fine. Does it hurt Matt ja uh, Nick Jackson? No, he's a tag team guy. Chris Jericho, you know, was your first world champion. There's perfect logic there. Again, for me, just make it mad. Make it insane. Do something stupid with Sammy Guevara. It's it, That's all uh, I want. That's all I need. I think it's going to be great. Uh, uh, one last thing. Um, another kind of little fancy booking situation here. Um, now, is the... Has the blood and guts match been advertised as a as a, a ten, a five on five? I think so. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, okay. So, and here's what I'm kind of predicting. I'm predicting that. Uh, I think this is where Hangman finally separates himself from the elite. He. I. I, I don't know. I. I. I kind of predict that this is where. He'll finally just stab him in the back. The inner circle will win. And the reason I say this is because with the uh, with the blood and guts match, I be I believe that is as far as like who which members of the elite are going to be involved in that. I I think from what I remember, it was supposed to be Kenny, the Bucks, uh, Matt Hardy, and Cody, because they I think they were supposed to bring in Matt Hardy for that uh, i don't know my memory's a bit fuzzy on that but mm, I, I i don't know i'm just kind of laying out this uh, scenario just for for the sake of it um but yeah because no, i'm pretty sure uh, sorry uh but i'm because i'm pretty sure cody wants to be involved in the blood and guts match because it's obviously a take on war games which which is what his dad dusty was known for taking part in so so yeah the, so i i I'm not saying it will happen. Just saying this is just a little scenario that could happen. Yeah, no, no, I think that it will tie into that. Yeah. And how you work Cody back into that. I don't know. Again, maybe he loses to Lance Archer and then he, yeah, you take Hangman out. I don't, there's loads of things you can do, which is why I like it. It's why I like the whole card, to be honest. There's, um, there's loads of stuff like that. Uh, got a couple of, I call them nothing matches. I don't mean them nothing matches, but they don't carry the same weight as everything else. Uh, we've got Dustin Rhodes versus Sean Spears, and we've got MJF versus Jungle Boy. You know, and it's kind of the same with Britt Baker versus Chris Statlander. I actually think that may carry more weight if, well, as long as Britt Baker's not injured. It sounds like she got absolutely destroyed on Dynamite yeah. and, and may not make it. But, you know, they're just there to, to make up the card. The same with the pre-show which is Private Party versus The Best Friends, although that is for the number one contenders for the tag team titles. I mean, all around for me, these kind of... Well, we'll do the women's match last because I think that ties into something else, but mm. you have to have MJF win. You have to have Dustin Rhodes win because, again, Sean Spears kind of just, you know, goes from feud to feud. And um, I, I would have The Best Friends win too because private party are only just coming back to tv at the moment and you can easily have them lose and build them back up whereas if you take away everything the best friends have done over the last few weeks i think that would be uh well i just think it would be very good uh how about yourself though man how do you see it um okay so as far as best friends and private party go uh do you know just off the top of your head who who like the number one ranked tag team is 
Uh, at the moment, no, I don't know. I assume, assume it would be the best friends. It's got to be. They've been the only tag team on TV recently. I can't think it would be SCU. They haven't done anything. Uh, so my guess would be would be them. But no, I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, so I think that's the part that confuses me the most because obviously best friends have been on a roll lately. So that that, that obviously means they'd be climbing up the ranks. So in my mind, it's like if they are the number one ranked tag team, you know. Yeah, be best friends are number one. I just checked it out. Best friends are number one tag team. Yeah. All right, thank you. So that leads me to ask, it's like why are they competing for the number one contendership? I mean, shouldn't because they're number one shouldn't that automatically mean they get a title shot or I, I don't know i just i don't see why they would have to fight for it because um i mean look where uh hikaru shida is you know she she fought her way to the number one ranking and it and she's been a number one for a while and she just now gets her her title shot um anyway back to the tag team match so i mean i'm sure it'll be a great match because private party's really good best friends are good um yeah, I, I, that's my only gripe with it. It's like I, I I don't see why best friends should automatically have a tag team title opportunity. You know, like like why should they fight for it? It'll still be a good match either way. But that's those are just my feelings. I see what you mean, and you do have a point. Although I will say, sometimes in boxing you do get matches like that, and people have to defend their number one contender statuship. Well, yeah, so yeah. maybe maybe that's what I know what you mean though. I know what you mean. It, it, it's probably something they should make. They should make a point of that on commentary or on the show. Like it just. The small things like that are, are, are what matters. But um, I think it'll be good. I think it's a good pre-show to have. And it's also, it goes to show you that you have to care about the pre-show because it does have something on the line. It's not something mm -hmm. that gets thrown together 24 hours before the fact. Right. So, uh, yeah, I think I like that. What about Dustin Rhodes, Sean Spears? I think Dustin Rhodes has got to win. I don't think it's a feud you're going to eke out. I think they're going to go in their separate ways. Sean Spears gets beaten up. Maybe he goes on to beat up Cody. I don't know, but that, I, 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 don't, I don't see it going any other way. Yeah, I mean, Sean Spears is in a weird position right now because I actually, you know, liked him better when he first came in. And, you know, his feud with Cody was really good. But it seems like nowadays Sean Spears is just like flip-flopping gimmicks for whatever reason. Like, like why is he a newscaster all of a sudden? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, um, and, and then obviously, you know, he just lays down the challenge to Dustin. And, I mean... Uh, well, let me ask you this, because because I, I managed to catch this uh, during that segment. Uh, how do you feel about you know them bringing you know Dustin's addiction to painkillers? I, I don't know that that didn't sit well with me. I know you mean to me. If if Dustin has said that it's fine, I always kind of err on the side of caution. Like if 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 I had something that I wanted to bring to the table and I was cool with it, I wouldn't expect anybody else to. I know what you mean though. It's always a little bit of a ich. Yeah, as long I, as he's cool with it, I don't mind. Yeah. Yeah, I expect that from WWE like all the time to use stuff like that. Like like especially with you know all the problems Jeff Hardy has had, they always resort to his past issues just to get hmm. cheap heat. But 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 you're right. If if the uh, I guess if the wrestler approves of it, then yeah, I, then it won't be too much of an issue. But anyway, yeah, this this will be a a nice little win for Dustin. So uh, I'm I'm hoping Sean Spears finds something more prominent. You know, because again, he's just in a weird place right now. You know, he started off as a super serious guy. Now he's kind of being a bit goofy. I, I don't know. It's a little confusing. 
No, no, you're not. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I'm still trying to find his place. Maybe uh, MJF Jungle Boy again. It kind of ties. I think it'd be a great match, and everybody that's seen them on independent shows says that it kicks ass. Uh, but to me, it's all about hierarchy, and I think right now, you know, MJF needs to. You know, it, it, Jungle Boy's not really being spotlighted at the moment. He will be, and I think he's going to be a massive star. But his time isn't now. He's the opposite of John Cena. Whereas, you know, MJF hasn't lost. He easily could build to a world title program between him and John Moxley, and I would love the absolute crap out of that. So, yeah, to me, it's as simple as that. Yep, couldn't agree more. Um, uh, MJF is is a star on the rise, and and so is Jungle Boy, really. But uh, in this particular situation, you know, uh, MJF still needs to be that just uh, snarky little smartass. You want to just jump through your TV and beat the crap out of him because he just gets <laughs> under your skin. Um, oh, he's great, yeah. And, and then, you know. All Jungle Boy has to do is, you know, put up a, a, a strong fighting effort and, you know, the, I'm sure like Wardlow will get himself involved somehow. Uh, but yeah, it, it, th this one is a bit of a no brainer. I mean, I, I would generally be surprised if Jungle Boy won. Like, honestly, doesn't matter who wins the outcome. It, it, it's positive either way, because it, because if MJF wins, you know, he, he's, further establishing the, the, the prick he is. Uh, hmm. But then if Jungle Boy wins, like, oh, cool, the babyface got one over the heel or, or whatnot. Yeah. And they, they can, I guess, go from there. But yeah, my money's on MJF. Yeah, me, me too. I just, I, again, you could, if you really want to protect Jungle Boy, you've got Wardlow right there. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just so many things you can do. And it's, I, again, people say, oh, don't, well, I don't care. I really, I, I really am cool with, if that's how they want to get out of it, Again, no problem. Right, moving into let's say that Britt Baker versus um, what's her name, uh, Chris Statlander is going to happen. I don't think it is. Everything I've read today makes it sound very unlikely, but we don't know. It sounds like she's injured. I actually think this ties into Nyla Rose versus Sheeda because I was quite confused about what they did with those two on Dynamite. It was almost like I don't, I, I don't like. It. If you want Sheeta to be standing strong, why didn't she just win the match? I mean, this is very geeky, nerdy wrestling stuff, but it just sort of threw me off when I looked at the pay-per-view. And it kind of gave me the idea that I actually think maybe Sheeta's going to win. And I think maybe the idea was to rip Baker to win as well. And then actually that's the feud you transition into for the title with Sheeta versus... Uh, Sheeta versus um, uh, Britt Baker because obviously you can't do Britt Baker versus Nyla Rose mm. uh, you know, two heels I, I never really well you can do it but I just don't think that they would but I don't know I, I just it was such a strange way to to deal with it on Dynamite it threw me which I guess is good you know I've got no problem with that whatsoever yeah I see what you mean um, yeah uh, honestly as far as that match last night itself quite sloppy in my opinion honestly um yeah, it I, wasn't. It, it wasn't the best. I mean. I, I, yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, I, it's no disrespect to the talent, obviously, but just you can just tell that something is not gelling together. You know what I'm saying? That there's there doesn't seem to be any chemistry between these women as far as the the work rate goes. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like that they, they try to do so much and they end up botching or hurting themselves in the process. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm -hmm. Like, uh, you know, but yeah, I did see that spot where, you know, Nyla Rose was literally just dumped right on top of Britt Baker's leg. Cause, awful, cause yeah. I was like, 
I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, I understand they don't want to throw all of Nyla's weight on top of Britt because it would crush her. But but so sadly, they, she had to land on her knee. But I, I know that that's not what they were intending to do. But, uh, you know, in the process, the, yeah, I, I saw them carry Britt out. And I, I, I watched uh, some news videos this morning. And, yeah, it, it doesn't look good for Britt. And, um I don't know. I just, I, I obviously don't see Britt Baker versus Chris Statlander as match of the night, obviously, but I don't know. They, they could have found a way to make it work. Um, and then, so, so yeah, if, uh, if it comes down to having to replace Britt, uh, who do you think would replace her? That's a good question. I mean, well, the thing is, if, if you're going to go the other way, maybe you then keep the title on Nyla and you do Chris Statlander versus Nyla Rose. Do you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not sure. Mm. It, does kind of, it does kind of throw it in there. I guess the big question is, does Nyla Rose come out of the pay-per-view with the championship now? And I don't know. I, I, if you'd asked me a week ago, I'd have said, oh, yeah, definitely. There's no need to, there's no need to take her out of it. But now, yeah, I'm not so sure. I'm genuinely not so sure. I don't know what we're going to do. Yeah, as far as the championship match goes, I mean, I, I've, I don't know if I've said this in the past on a podcast or whatnot, but they, they really should have had Nyla Rose as the inaugural champion, and she she should have just run through everybody on that mm-hmm. roster. Uh, and then it would allow, it would it would kind of force the other women to, to, to fight harder to try and take that belt off of her. Um, and now... We got uh, Hikaru Shida challenging for the title. I, I don't know. I I don't want to. I don't want to sound like a, an asshole or anything. But the the few uh, like the matches that Nyla Rose had with Riho, like I'm sorry, I, I just couldn't quite get into it. It, it was too hard to uh, be like invested in you know the 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 underdog versus the giant. Um, some of the stuff they did was great, but again, part of me is just like, I, I don't know, I can't really buy into this as much as everyone else does. And now, again, we got uh, we got Sheeta here, and she's she's really good. But again, I just don't. I'm sure they'll do some cool stuff if Sheeta wins. Great, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't know, I, I don't know if I can buy into that. I I want Nyla to be as dominant as possible. And she needs to, like, every time someone steps up to the plate for her belt, she just crushes them, you know? Doesn't matter who it is. So, so, so my, obvious, uh, my obvious pick is Nyla. Again, if Sheeta wins, great. Uh, I'm not going to be upset over it. But, yeah, that, that's my mm-hmm. thoughts. Yeah, no, I, I, I know what you mean. It, 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 there's something there, but maybe like the main event or the, the world title match, maybe it hasn't, um, it hasn't stuck together entirely. Uh, which, of course, brings <laughs> us to what I think is going to be brilliant, mm. is the casino ladder match. Mm-hmm. To basically, it's basically money in the bank, isn't it? Well, you, get, you get a casino chip, which obviously you can cash in. Now, the rules are, and I've seen a lot of people say they don't like the rules, which is fine. I get it. I love the rules. I think the rules are excellent. It's all about execution. Uh, but two wrestlers begin in the match, and every 90 seconds, another one comes in, and the winner is the first person to retrieve a casino chip, which is suspended above the ring, 
And the best, this is what I like the most, right? The match can be won before all participants have entered. Then goes, well, that's stupid. And I'm like, no, it's different. And I'm so desperate for, for fresh things in professional wrestling. Obviously, it's Darby Allen, Colt Cabana, Orange Cassidy, Ray Phoenix, Scorpio Sky, Skip Scabian, uh, Frankie Kazarian, Luchasaurus, and a mystery partner, which we'll talk about in a, in a second. But what do you think about the rules, man? I, again, I, I was inundated with people saying it was dumb. And then I went and read about it. And I was like, no, it's different. And as long as it doesn't, it's not like it's the reverse battle royal that TNA did. That was stupid. I think this has a lot of worth to it. Sorry, you just made me chuckle when I heard you say Skip Scapian. I know, yeah, <laughs> I, I screwed that one up. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, but but yeah, like I. Okay, so you know it, it's obviously kind of become tradition now that you know they do kind of these casino esque kind of matches especially when they're you know supposed to be here at in vegas for double or nothing like i don't understand why people had an issue with the rules for like the casino battle royals it's like okay i i get the part where you know people draw cards and then there's uh and they come out uh in order of the 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 of the shape that they drew that i'll admit that's a little silly but at the same time, like, like, I understand the rules perfectly. I don't know why people have such a hard time understanding them. You know what I'm saying? Because, it, again, it's basically just like kind of like the Royal Rumble. They just come out in regular intervals. You know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. and yeah, we, so we've had, you know, a, a standard one uh, at the first double or nothing when the one that Hangman Page won. Uh, we had one for the women, which was different where they actually came out in groups they didn't come out like uh one at a time or, or whatnot and oh anyway so back to the this one i do like like just the image of seeing just one little poker chip dangling above the ring sounds a little silly to me but i don't know i i I guess I'm with you. I, I like it a little bit. You know, it's not a briefcase because that obviously would be copying WWE. But to, just to, yeah, just to have like one little poker chip dangling above the ring so, so, sounds kind of funny. Um, and, and as far as, like you said, the rule goes that the match could end before all participants enter. Um, even though they say that's a rule, I honestly don't see them doing that. I, I think they want to get all participants involved. Um, I mean that that's just uh, what I think from my perspective. So I, I know it, what you mean. I think the cool thing with me is though, if they decided not to do it, mm. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't hate it. No. You know what I mean? Like if they decided, if, if, like Kip Sabian, for example, right? If Kip Sabian doesn't get to enter because he's the last guy, mm -hmm. I think that is a whole new side of his character and a whole story you can do for ages. Like, you you could you could eke that out. I got screwed, blah, blah, blah. Maybe he goes after the chip. Uh, let's say that Darby Allen wins, right? You could do Kip Sabian versus Darby Allen, and Darby Allen says, I want my opportunity to get the chip. And I'd be like, yes, that makes perfect sense. You know, but again, like you say, if they don't do it, all right, that's cool too. That's why I like it so much. I just think it makes sense. Well, yeah, now that you describe it that way, that does make perfect sense. Because, you know, what if, uh, what if you know, Kip Sabian's the last guy to come out and someone's already grabbed the chip? He could literally just be standing there on the ramp with, with a, the, the shocked look on his face like, oh, come on, I didn't even get in the match. 
And, and his character's perfect for that. It really is. Yeah, because he's a smarmy little Brit who thinks he's all bad and, you know, super bad, but whatever. Um, so obviously we got to uh, decide who the winner is going to be and who's going to be the ninth participant because there's a lot I of intrigue around that. It depends who the mystery person is. Like, I don't think it is going to be either of these two, but you have to bring them up. If it is Rusev or Zack Ryder, mm. how do they not win? Yeah. Because, <laughs> uh, but then, you know, uh, you, those guys have to be treated like big deals. Otherwise, you're going to get a WWE situation, but then people are going to get mad. Oh, it's the WWE guys, which makes me think it's probably not going to be either of those. I also think with those guys, you know, I know the 90 day competes not up and everything like that, but you still have to mention them. You still have to mention them. And, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I would probably wait until there was a crowd, too. But then if it's not somebody like that, who else is out there that will garner any kind of, of reaction? I don't know who it is. I don't know who it could be unless it's somebody like pff, MJF because he loses his match. Do you know what I mean? Something like that. And it's like a double swerve. I don't know. I really, really don't know. Yeah, I mean, the I guess the worst possible situation would be like the, the the mystery person is revealed. And it's kind of like going back to the casino battle royal uh, for the women when the, the the mystery person who drew the the Joker or whatnot was Mercedes Martinez. Now, that was great. Okay, I, I'm not saying that was a bad moment. You know, Mercedes Martinez was a was a big surprise. She got a great pop, and sh and she's an amazing wrestler. Um. So that's kind of how I feel it's going to be. Like the, the, this mystery person, uh, the possibility of it being a former WWE person, pretty likely. Um, uh, it, it, like it, it, it's, it's, it's either going to be a former WWE guy or another popular indie star that's not really signed with AEW or like, or someone they're about to sign or, or whatever. But hmm. Um, but like I said, it could be a situation like that where it's uh, it's a former WWE guy, but they don't win because you know obviously Mer uh, Mercedes Martinez didn't win uh, in the in that battle royal. So yeah. so so they could come out have, and uh, have a great showing, but yeah, they they won't win because uh, I mean <laughs> it would definitely blow my mind if you know it was one of the bigger former WWE guys, and they do actually win. But there's obviously going to be a level of disappointment there because then we're it's going to get people saying, including myself, going, wow. <laughs> I mean, like, when they... It's like they debuted Brody Lee and that, uh, just weeks ago, and now he's already in the, the, the main title picture. It's like... And I thought that was, like, you know, shooting someone straight to the top. If, if you literally have a, a, a big former WWE guy come in and win the casino ladder match, that that tops Brody Lee's push for sure, and and it, it's oh, it's yeah. probably gonna piss people off, uh, myself included <laughs> a little bit. But at the but again at the same time, it, it, as far as like picking a winner goes, that's a hard one for me because I, I look at everyone in this match, and so Darby Allen has already had a shot at the title against Jericho, which was a great match by the way. Um, man, uh, Scorpio Sky's already had a shot at the title. Um, I, I think they're the only two in that match that, that have had uh, title shots. But everyone else, 
I just don't see. I I know Orange Cassidy is a huge favorite. Trust me, I like the guy too. I honestly don't want him to win. I'm sorry, that's just my feeling. I Orange Cassidy is a great character. I love the guy, but I don't. <laughs> I just don't want to see him near a, a contention for a world title. I'm sorry. I, I I'm I'm just not on that boat as everyone else is. So. I I generally don't know who who could win this match. What do you think, Simon? I agree with you. I think it's a tough one. My gut tells me Darby Allen. Mm. Um, I just think you are right. He's had a chance before, but I think fans will get behind that. And I think that's what they're going for here. I think they'll that's what they'll want. You know? Yeah. Uh, um, and I just think it's kind of what you said as well. It's a process of elimination. When you go through everybody else, you're like, well, who else would it be? Scorpio Sky is fine, but I don't get super excited about that. Luchasaurus would be great, but I don't think it's his time. I think he's going to feud with Wardlow first. Uh, Orange Cassidy, I think, will have his moment, but not at the... I don't think that's now. I think there's far more we can do with him, especially with all the stuff going on with Pac. And yeah, everyone else just doesn't seem like a good fit, whereas Darby Allen, he probably needs something after all the Cody stuff. Maybe that can tie into it. I, I'm going with Darby Allen, but I, I'm not 100% whatsoever, which is why I love this match, because I have no flipping idea. <laughs> all right so uh so uh, so let's speculate like wh wh who's your first guess as the ninth mystery person um i mean if, if it's not a wwe guy because of the um uh release causes or they just haven't come to a deal mm -hmm. i mean maybe a jeff cobb you know maybe they're bringing back him and he's just gonna wreck some people because he doesn't need to win if he's you know more of a ring of honor guy doesn't make a difference then uh like maybe yeah, maybe a maybe it's going to be something silly like Luther. They bring him in, he just gets his ass kicked. I mean, that would be disappointing. And <laughs> yeah. but you could do he's on the roster. Maybe you want to try and showcase him a little bit. Again, I think that would piss people off. But you know, people have done worse. Outside of that, man, I run out of ideas. I don't even know who's out there right now. I really, 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 really don't. <laughs> yeah. Um, so mm, some people have suspected possibly Drew Gulak. Because he's completely free from his contract. Yes. Yeah, that's uh, true. That would be. I'd like that. That would be good. Um. Yeah, I, I, I even uh, heard someone say it could possibly be uh, former uh, Cassius Ono, Chris Hero, but I think he might be stuck in the UK because last time we saw him, obviously he was in, in NXT UK. But yeah, I don't know. That would be, be a good one, though. That would be a really good one. Uh, yeah, it, it actually would. Um. Yeah. I, I, uh, all right. Yeah, I'll I'll just go with like one of yours. I'll go with like Jeff Cobb or something. You know, it, the it, fact we don't know is good though. The fact we don't know it, is good. Yeah, yeah. That I think we should just leave it at that. Just let, leave it a mystery. Stop speculating. Whoever it is, I'm sure it'll pop our pants off. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we will hope. But that's it. That's double or nothing. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm glad we got a pay-per-view, you know, taking out all the craziness in the world aside. I do appreciate being uh, distracted right now. And I think it will be good. I, I do. You know, they only have four a year, crowd or no crowd. I don't think they will let the, the ball drop. And hopefully when we come out the other side, we'll have a, a few new stories that we can also get excited about. Exactly. And uh, I, I'm definitely going to make the most of this myself, you know, because, again, I was supposed to be there, but I'm not. So I'm just hopefully the plan is right now I'm uh, my, my buddy and I who were supposed to go uh, we're gonna have him come over to my house I'll wear my AEW shirt uh, we'll order some pizzas and some drinks or whatnot we'll, we'll just have a good time on the couch you know hell, 
Hell yeah, man. That is the best way to do it. And I hope everybody also can just throw themselves into it that way as well. Because what else are we going to do? There's not much else we can do. Uh, Nick, my man, thank you as always for joining me. I appreciate it. Hey, it's, uh, it's, been, uh, it's been fun as usual. Sorry. Good. No, I do. Don't worry about it at all. Hopefully we'll have you on again soon. Uh, again, once Double or Nothing is over, if you've got any thoughts or opinions, you can hit me up on Twitter and Instagram at SimonMiller316. Let me know. Also, keep an eye on YouTube. Just search for Simon Miller if you want more content from me. And yeah, like I say, uh, if you haven't subscribed to the audio feed, make sure you do because exclusive episodes are going up all the time. But enjoy the pay-per-view. Again, what else could we really do this weekend? Well, actually, no. If you're in America, you may, you may have a bit more freedoms. But if you're over here in Europe, you know how crazy things still are. Take what you can get. I hope everyone's doing well, mostly. And this is it in terms of uh, audio content for the week. So I will talk to you again in around about a few days' time.